0: Hi and welcome to Lead Well, the podcast for you if you want to get better at leading yourself and leading others. This is Christine Schickinger, your host, looking into how you can achieve peak performance while keeping a peaceful mind. When it comes to leading others, the one important thought is that whenever you want to have a sustainable performance... From your team you really need a team that has a peaceful and healthy mind and body and the same is true for you because an unpeaceful and unrelaxed leader can probably not have a very successful team either but we talked about your leadership already and we will definitely cover all the different details going forward now Let's look into the team. We said last time that talking about physical health and physical fitness with your team is very common. No worries when someone has a cold, no worries when someone is off because they have broken their arms. But how about when they have a mental issue? How about when they have a depression, when they are going through burnout? We're not supposed to talk about that because it's stigmatized in our culture. The fact is that the number of days off work because of mental situations has risen dramatically over the last few years. We're talking about 4.5 days off work per FTE. And the length of those periods off work are pretty long as well for mental health issues much longer in many cases than for physical health issues. When I heard that, I was shocked, yes. But then on the other hand, I could understand it. Maybe not more people are getting mentally ill. Maybe it's our society that is more ready to talk about it and more ready to also openly diagnose that. What really shocked me was another number that I've heard. I've learned this In the course of a certification program at a university in Munich, we had a psychiatrist with us and we're talking about why it's so important to talk about mental health and why it's so important to talk about how to lead well and lead so that employees can stay mentally as well as physically healthy. The number he raised was the number of presentism, of the cost of presentism now what's that that means that the person is not healthy has a mental illness has a mental situation is mentally not fit and is still coming to work you probably know that it is costly to have someone off work for illness now think about it what it costs if someone is coming to work even while being ill What do you think what the cost is of this situation? Well, again, I was shocked because the cost of presentism actually is twice as high as the cost of absenteeism. So the fact that someone is off work because of an illness. How's that? Of course, if someone is mentally ill, if someone is not feeling well, they cannot concentrate any longer. They are not able to do their best work. As I told you in a previous episode, I have been in that place. And I remember those days where I could no longer focus. For example, when I was doing emails, I could be distracted really, really easily by an email. So I would go from the email to a link and then to another link. And I could not even remember where I started off. This is the effect of being overloaded. This is the effect of being exhausted to a point where the person is no longer able to do their work, but they are at work. These are the situations where it is very, very important to be able to communicate. And before you can do that, what is also important is to recognize that your employee might have an issue. So it's crucial that you track not only the quality of work of your employees, but also how they act, how they react, how they interact with their peers, with their colleagues and with you so that you can immediately understand when something has changed and can immediately address it. This really is what a great leader is all about. Knowing your people, knowing what is going on with them, and recognizing if they behave differently from what they used to. In another episode, I will share how you can actually lead a conversation with someone when you suspect that they have an issue. The most important thing is that you recognize what they're good at, that you recognize their performance, their past performance, that you acknowledge that you appreciate their work. And at the same time, raise your concerns. Openly share that you're concerned because, that you're concerned about, and making it understandable for them that the situation as is cannot go on, that they need to get active. And sometimes they will need your help and we will look into that and talk about what you can do in those particular cases. What you can already do is get yourself familiar with a list of phone numbers, for example, of support centers. Maybe your company has a contract with a support facility that everyone, every employee can reach out to. It's important that you are familiar with those numbers, that you are familiar with those details, so that if you have a suspicion that one of your employees is going to a difficult period, that you can immediately share such number because that will help them because they will probably no longer have the energy of looking for those numbers themselves. Overall, leading others, of course, requires a wide variety of things. How to communicate in the best way so that what you want to say is understood by your audience. It also is how to give feedback making sure that you give specific feedback, constructive feedback that the other person can actually use to get better and do things better. It's also about delegating. How can you delegate, what to delegate, and how to actually track what you have delegated to others without becoming a micromanager, but at the same time, also without becoming a laissez-faire manager who is just watching. And then after a certain period of time, seeing that the project did not go in the right direction. What is the middle ground there? What can you do to actually make sure that your delegated tasks will be done, will be fulfilled in the best possible way? And then of course, it's also a question to provide psychological safety and you might have heard this term and we will definitely go a bit deeper into what that means think about it that way if you want to have the buy-in from your employees if you want to make sure that you get the feedback that you want that you get the feedback that you need to also improve yourself and your work You need to provide a basis so that everyone in your team, everyone in the organization is feeling safe enough to voice whenever they perceive an issue without the fear of being reprimanded, without the fear of making a mistake. This is what psychological safety is all about. And there is research showing that the productivity of teams that do feel psychological safe is much higher than in an environment where no one will speak up because everyone is afraid of the consequences. Of course, this was only a very superficial look into what it means to lead others. Because again, as I told you in my first episode, I cannot share everything in just one episode with you, even if I wanted to. So bear with me and follow along while we look into all the different ways of leading well. For today, what I want to leave you with is another little exercise that can help you to slow down your thinking and make you focus so that you can relax. We will use your visual sense again. This time, instead of looking at an object, I ask you to look at another person. By the way, this is a fantastic exercise when you're getting ready for a conversation over a video or you're participating in a a meeting, have a look at the person that is speaking and very, very closely look at their hair, look at their face. I always make a joke and say, look at my wrinkles, look at the colors, the textures. Where the shadow, where there is a light, as if you wanted to take a picture or draw that person in great detail. You can do that at any time in a conversation, in a meeting. Believe me, the other person will not be aware of that just do it for a few seconds do it for maybe 10 seconds or maybe even half a minute or a minute and i'm sure you will notice how by concentrating your thoughts will become slower your thinking will slow down and you will become more relaxed and you will feel more relaxed Now let me leave you with this and may you always lead well, yourself and others. This was Lead Well. Now, what is the one thing that you're taking away from this episode? Please share in the comments below and do share the podcast with your friends and family, but only if you like it.